I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. They're playing. Man, it's going to be a long one. Got to bring all that un- all that underwear, as uh, David Locke pointed out yesterday. Best and worst of the NFL facilities coming up next. Stay with us, 97.5 The Kiss, Sports Zone. This is Unrivaled with Scott Mitchell and Alex Keery. With the access and insight on the teams you're passionate about. I love it, baby. Presented by G2G Bars. This is 97.5 The KSL Sports Zone. Welcome back. It's Unrivaled 97.5 VKSL Sports Zone. Alex Curie, Scott Mitchell. Thanks for hanging out with us on a Thursday afternoon. Thursday, Thursday Ashpanut. We are uh, rolling along here on the program. I told you, do we have that, uh, do we have that uh, potential advertiser that we had? Somebody reached out to us, and they, they actually have a new, a new cottage industry, as uh, Scott has pointed out. And it's 100% based off of what Charles Barkley said about Salt Lake City. Take a listen. These people going to heaven up this way. Ain't nothing to do with this boring <laughs> city. We couldn't have said it any better ourselves, Sir Charles. Hi, I'm John Michelson, CEO of Boring <laughs> Airlines, the number one airline carrier flying in and out of the most boring <laughs> cities in America. Looking to get to Los Angeles? Not boring enough for us. But we'll get you to Bakersfield. If it's a boring city, we'll be there. Laredo, Texas, Manhattan, Kansas, Bismarck, North Dakota, Casper, Wyoming, Little Rock, Arkansas. These are some of the finest boring cities in America. And we at Boring Airlines are there and in 97 other boring cities in America. Take a seat in our somewhat comfortable cabins where we serve up the most boring snacks and boring drinks to get you somewhat safely to your next boring destination. Boring Airlines, welcome aboard. You know, it's kind of interesting. We just mentioned a boring snack, didn't we? In the first, uh, in the first segment, cottage cheese, one of the most boring yes. snacks in America. It's not that it's not tasty. Apparently, on that airline, that's what you're going to you know get. What I was as thinking your about. Snack. You know, what I was thinking about. With... Do you even get snacks on a boring a city <laughs> or <laughs> airline? Yeah, airline. The boring Going snacks boring are. Well, you, you can't city? serve cottage cheese on a on an airline. Can't well, by it. itself, it's no, boring. no, no. Well, that would work out. But what yeah. I'm saying is, is like. The saltines, 
Yeah. Again, I like a saltine. Mm-hmm. It's pretty boring, though. No, yeah. what I was saying was. Especially if you get those little, like, round ones that go in the soup. Oh, the oyster yeah. crackers. Yeah. Why'd they call them oyster crackers? Nobody knew. Because they're shaped like oysters, Jeremy. That is the dumbest explanation I've ever heard. It's the simplest one. It is not the shape. They're like little hexagons, aren't You're they? You're looking at me like I know the answer. I have no idea what the and that shape is. Is it because... Have you seen an oyster before, Jeremy? Close enough. No. Oysters look like uh, snot. <laughs> or even just the shell of an oyster. Yeah. I'm kind of an oyster expert because they were they harvested oysters right by my parents' house up in Washington. I like oysters. Yeah. Most of the ones that come out of the, you know, if you go to like uh, Market Street, they come out of that, that Hood Canal there in Washington. Do they? Oh, yeah. A lot of them. Uh, and they're not shaped like a circle or an octagon. Jeremy, eat an oyster. Get culture, would you? Jeez. What are some boring cities, though? Because basically I started thinking about it. The entirety of the, pack, of the, of the Big 12, I every think, city is probably yeah. considered boring. I would think so. Provo, uh, uh, Morgantown, Manhattan, Kansas. Or I mentioned that Lubbock, Lubbock. See again, these are fourth well, tier te- cities in te- Waco. Austin, my heavens. Austin. Yeah, I don't for know a the- se- for one season. Well, Austin used to Orlando, be. but you already said yeah. Orlando's boring. It actually is boring. <laughs> like if you're not there for the tourist stuff, yeah. like if you're just a local resident, if you're not going to Hogwarts, like, and you go, okay, we're not going to an amusement park. What is there to do? Uh, I guess you could go to the okay. movie. Cincinnati? Hey, you go. Could Cincinnati actually Cincinnati. be maybe the most exciting city of out of all the Big 12 cities? No. Cincinnati, to me, is probably one of the most boring cities okay. in America. There you go. Procter & Gamble disagrees with you. What about, hold on, no, it, Procter Norman, and Gamble, Oklahoma? Procter & Gamble is just about, like, location. They're just in the middle. Yeah. Like, so they can take their products to the exciting cities. Uh, Larry, Kansas, a.k.a. Lawrence. His full name, Larry yeah. Kansas. Where that's got to be a boring. Okay, city. I watched this video. But at the SEC, it's not like they're any better. Think about all the boring cities they have in, well, there, in the SEC. I mean, Atlanta, Georgia is not boring. Yeah, uh, but Auburn. I will tell Auburn, you, Auburn, Alabama, Gainesville, not. Gainesville, Florida, well, Gainesville's got a lot going might on. be the most boring town. See, there that's is. what I'm saying. It's in the middle of nowhere. That's why their teams are so good because yes. nothing there. Omaha, Nebraska, in the Big Ten, not interesting. All the Big Ten cities, yeah. same thing. Basic. So this video showed the most boring states to visit in the United States of yes. America, and it was basically there was just a big circle around the central part. So yeah. Nebraska, Kansas, Kansas was the most boring state to actually go to in That's the country. Yeah, so Utah's boring for Charles Barkley and Shaq. Yeah, but, it's but Utah to- as a state, in terms of recreation and just stuff to do, it's people are it's coming unmatched. here constantly. Yes, it's unmatched. You can't. I mean, and they're all coming from California. The, the only thing that California has is an ocean. Yeah. It's a big ocean, too. <laughs> I mean, it's, a, the it's whole, all right there. It's the it? whole coast of. Uh, <laughs> it's all right there, Scott, one, isn't it? Yes. It's just like one, one, one whole border of uh, California is an ocean. Mm-hmm. You can't beat that. Although, if I'm going to get. You know what if you I'm can't gonna get, you can't If I'm going to get picky San Francisco, you know, that, that's kind of one of the most. That's cool. That's a cool. It's also the bridges. But and I don't the, like going to San Francisco now. Hate it. It's gross. But I will say this. And I'll, if I'm going to get picky about oceans, your people over in the Atlantic coast, they have the ocean that people want to yeah. be in. The Pacific Ocean is not fun to get in if you're on the, if you're on the California coast. That is cold as heck. And listen, yeah. you don't, people in Washington, they do not get in the water. They will no. die in 20 minutes. Or, or Oregon. No. And California's not that much better. All right. I'm glad we had this discussion, Scott. I'm just saying we're not this boring as you think. All right, everybody? 
But we do have a new airline here, apparently. You get that, uh, the, the, well, what's it flies out of Provo. Yeah. <laughs> what's the, what's the blue, Breezy and, uh, Breezy. JetBlue, same guy. And, and there's Breezy and JetBlue, and, same guy. And Spirit. Yeah. Spirit and Frontier. They, they all do sound like a little off, they all sound like a little off brand, and I would fly any of them if it's just a little bit Toughness, cheaper. sacrifice, <laughs> and passion. Oh, those are good airlines. Yes. What's your airline, Toughness? It's our sister airline's uh, sacrifice. See, I would be a little, <laughs> a little bit like if sacrifice was my airline, no, I'd, no. Be a little, I'd, be, <laughs> I'd be a little nervous if that Toughness was a name. Toughness, I'd fly. Toughness, I'd fly. Yeah. Sac- but the seats are really uncomfortable. Yeah, sacrifice was like, <laughs> yeah, we're going to fly with just one engine today. we yeah. got to sacrifice the other one. And passion makes it sound like they're like, we don't, we don't do well, but, man, we're excited about being yeah. here. We have a one-hour flight to Las Vegas, but we have to stop in, like, Cedar City to refuel. <laughs> yeah. And then again in uh, – and then again in Mesquite, and then it, yeah. and then we'll get to – Tone of paw. <laughs> Jeez. All right. But we- Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com. Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen. Got some passion, man. We just love every place we go. Uh... Scott, the uh, I'm going to get your vibe on this thing because the NFL has done this player uh, survey yes. that talks about the different working conditions. I love the idea uh. of working conditions in an NFL <laughs> facility. But here we are. They were pretty uh, poopy when I played. <laughs> now, seriously, I they, was but, like but so. I was so. I got drafted. I showed up the first day. I go. This is an NFL facility. The you Dolphins have to- didn't have good facilities. Oh, it was so they. they it was a college. Yeah, because it was camp. And it, no, that's where the facility was to, oh. year round. Okay, it had a tin roof. It had um, the the lockers were made out of um, chain link. What and 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 uh, and two by fours that they painted white. Nice. Those were the lockers. How? What do you and mean? And it chain was roach link? infested. <laughs> that was Florida. So it was like a screen. Yeah. Okay. Like basically, screen. The, the lockers didn't have like. A back to them, or otherwise okay. they would you'd, you'd have like they had like four showers that the water tr- trickled out of. Oh boy! The weight room was outside. It had artificial turf, and all the weights were rusted out because of the humidity. Yeah, but rust uh, adds a few more. Like you're lifting, you're actually lifting more weight. Well, right? we, probably less. <laughs> I guess it'd be oxidized. I go. I had a better. Lo- I had a better weight room in high school than the pros. I, it was the most disappointing okay. thing. But did you think about the, it and go, these are terrible working conditions? The, yes. You did? But they were awful. They were like they were so, so bad that they had they actually had um they had the old wood paneling that w- was uh, on the walls and all of the rooms were separated by these like a little accordion 
doors, you oh know. That, and so they br- they'd have one big room, and then as soon as they had the team Dude, meeting over, they broke it down into like three separate okay. little rooms. You're describing this, and I can smell it. That's not a good thing. Oh no, it was it was foul. <laughs> I can smell this place. So if we we would go into a meeting, and of course you weigh in on Thursday, uh-huh. and we left the Dunkin' Donuts in a locker just to see. No, we didn't realize. Oh, you didn't know. Okay, we got out of the meeting, and the donuts were like covered in, in ants. Oh, I think you say roaches. No, there. No, you had to look in your shoes before you put them on and make sure there weren't roaches. <laughs> okay, this is your, like what my dad used cleats. to do too. You know, when I'd go to school, we didn't have all the fancy stuff. You now guys our football didn't. field, the actual fields, amazing, the best. That's because it was Florida. No, it was uh, because of the Super Bowl. So when uh, they had, so the, they right. wanted to have really, really good fields for the teams to actually practice. practice on. So we had That's amazing fields. Awesome. So yeah. the players' association, thirteen hundred players graded their different, uh, their different facilities so i'm gonna give you the worst you ready for this yeah um the worst are now this isn't actually okay but just take this because I'm just give them to me the jacksonville jaguars number okay. 28 not surprising out of 32 uh players families uh care was important and the players complained about the lack of family room and the lack of uh being able to help the family out to get tickets and the players reported incidents of wives nursing babies on the floor of public of public restrooms. That's not a good look. No. Uh, the Jaguars are set up on a new practice facility this year, and they know that uh, Shad Khan is uh, going to make those upgrades. Yeah. Number 29 out of 32 is the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, then, you've told me all I need to know. You don't need amazing facilities to win the Super Bowl. Oh. Boom. 56% keeps, of the players. It keeps you tough and on edge. And Here's the crazy thing. You don't the want players, a nice place for the players. Right. You want them out on the field. The players said outdated facilities. Okay. 56% of the players, this is, they're on the team this year. They won Super Bowl 57. They said 56% of the players felt like the owner, Clark Hunt, would actually be willing to invest in, uh, in the team. Less or just about, over about half the half team. of them thought that he would. Yeah, the rest were like, nah, yeah. that guy's a cheap wad. Yeah. The Chargers, number 30. Uh-huh. Uh, now, they're trying to figure things out because they don't have a practice facility yet. <laughs> they're a professional team. <laughs> yeah. So they fired their head trainer in October, and they were ranked last in their training room category. Yeah. Now, this is the same training. See, see the, athletic, it the doctor who hit well, the— Well, athletic trainers in the NFL. I mean, when I first got to the NFL, the trainer was a shaky dude. <laughs> he was he was training. He, the he athletic was trainer things. was not so athletic. He was he, he was, was he was, tri- he was providing things. The that whole wasn't training. the whole focus was how quickly do we get you back on the field? Yeah, there was no um, what's in your best interest, and the players were the same way. It's how do I get back on the field? So this was probably a guy back in your day who was handing people opiates. And I can almost guarantee you, all these old facilities, these bad facilities, are all ranked by the teams that are owned by owners that. This Aren't is all new. that this is all they have. Mm-hmm. Oh, the family. It's a family owned business. I got it. Yeah. Um, the lowest the owner with the lowest faith of players right now with, with willingness to invest and overall grading is the Cardinals owner, Michael Bidwell. Yeah. See, it's it's that it's that same old yeah. just to your point, right? Yep. Uh, the Cardinals have the worst ranked weight room in the NFL. So it's not the, the Dolphins apparently upgraded. Oh, big time. Um, they well, now, also, after my second year, how about an amazing this? facility. They also deduct dinner from the player's paycheck. <laughs> it's so tacky. <laughs> but now, at the same time, if your paycheck is $400,000 for the week and it takes $28 off of your off your paycheck, yeah. like, 
But Come what on. they look at it is it takes $28 out of my bottom line. Sure. So the Cardinals got an F in eight categories, but received high marks for their strength coaches, their training staff, and their team travel. The dead last ranked team, any guesses? Cincinnati Bengals. The Washington Commanders. Oh, now that makes, really? Yes, because the NFL oh. owners that are graded in all of this, Dan Snyder, uh, dead last on the ranking. Yeah, I don't think any player would go, oh, I have confidence in this guy. Uh, the now, players did want more locker room space and improvement in the uh, warm water and the showers don't drain. <laughs> See, the thing, the thing that happens is all of these guys come from colleges now that have these insane hundred million dollar facilities where they have their own pod and they're, you know, and yeah, they have their this? own barber shop and they have all this stuff. How about this? They are one of six teams that require young players to still have roommates on the road. Twenty oh. Twenty six teams, you don't have to have a roommate on the road. That's a that's a that's big an upgrade from actually. when you were on yeah. play, right? You had to have so many years. Right. When did it, so, when did yeah. it change over for you? When did you be when were you able to travel in your own row? Uh, on the plane, like in first class like or something. Fifth year in the NFL. And then when did you – so that's when you got About your own room year. too? Yeah. Hmm. Now, a lot of guys would would get their own room, but the team would make them pay for it. What? Yeah. Man. Yeah. Best-ranked teams, though, Cowboys 5, Texans 4, Jeez. Uh, Raiders 3, hmm. Dolphins 2, Ooh. new practice facility, opened yeah. last offseason, graded near the top. And their coaching staff, trainers, strength coaches, all there at the top, plus the food and the family situation. See, is good. when free agency came, these teams had to really step up their game because they knew Cause they, they most, had to keep guys. Most facilities were garbage. I mean, the facility was just so so irrelevant, and you had more guys staying in in the in the towns because back in the day, everyone had to go to work in the off season and get their do their off season job, and and so they weren't at the facility. A lot of guys, it's a it's a huge thing now where they're training in those facilities year-round. The number one team in the NFL, by far, didn't receive anything less than an A-minus in any of the categories. A's in every category, including four A-pluses, and only one A-minus were your Minnesota Vikings. That that surprised me a little bit. New coach Kevin O'Connell replaced hmm. Mike Zimmer, and their head training, head training staff uh, was replaced during that, too, and that whole changeover – and their commitment to the facilities, and I guess it's just top-notch. Top-notch in the league, hmm. the Minnesota Vikings. They're also just barely not being taken seriously, right? Like, right. So facilities, all those things. Yeah, but if you try to convince someone to go to Minneapolis, you got you have to really they, – That's when that's their version. Their facilities are the new version of showing up and having swag, yeah. right, for the play, for, to commit guys. Well, we think we're suffering through a long winter. Yeah. College guys are getting better facilities than the NFL guys. Yeah. But all those teams, number one, Minnesota, number two, Miami, number three, Vegas, and number four, the Houston Texans, and even the f- number five, Cowboys, none of those teams are competing. Yeah, clearly it doesn't you know, mean – Translate that, into wins. No. Maybe that's what the owners say, too. I'll give you yeah. a brand-new place. You guys are still aren't going to win. Yeah. All right. We'll come back. More to go. Uh, when we return, we have our what are the odds. Uh, if you're looking for the new exterior of your home to look amazing, you want RGS Exteriors to give you that look. Tim Brown and his uh, team standing by. James Hardy siding, stucco brick vinyl. Give yourself that look and treat yourself not to keep up with the Joneses, but to be the Joneses. 801-280-3110. That's 801-280-3110. More to go right now. Stay with us. 97.5 VKSL Zone. Accessing. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. The Jazz, according to multiple 
It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.